Coming up this half hour, we take a look at the emotional connection between humans and our pets, from dogs and cats to horses, and we'll learn the reason dogs bark at the mailman from the dog's point of view. But first, in previous episodes, I've covered how to identify and help relieve stress in your pets. In case you missed them, here's another article that I hope you find helpful. From PetFinder.com, How to De-Stress a Dog or Cat. We know that spending time with pets helps reduce stress in people, but how can we de-stress our pets? Pets offer amazing stress-reducing benefits to people. One study found that when people took care of dogs for just three months, they showed significant drops in blood pressure and reactivity to stress. Another study, conducted over a 20-year span, found that people who owned a cat were 40% less likely to die from a heart attack. Those are some pretty dramatic results. It's only natural that we should give back to our pets. Dogs and cats have broken down the walls of our hearts, says America's veterinarian, Dr. Marty Becker. He notes that when pets and people interact, there's a corresponding release of oxytocin, prolactin, and dopamine, and a decrease in cortisol. It's a reciprocal biochemical spa treatment. Signs of stress in pets. Your pet's body language can say a lot about how relaxed or stressed your dog or cat feels. We're naturally attuned to stress in other people, Dr. Becker says. We know what a happy dog looks like, but what does a stressed pet look like? Stress increases cortisol, the fight-or-flight hormone, which over time can lead to long-term metabolic conditions. Major indicators of stress to watch out for in dogs include excessive yawning, excessive licking of the lips, shaking dry when not wet, trembling, avoiding or hiding, and hardening of the eyes. For cats, keep an eye out for these signs. A drop in energy or activity level, changes in sleeping habits, a change in appetite, withdrawal, aggression, inappropriate elimination or spraying, trembling, excessive grooming leading to loss of fur, and excessive meowing. Fortunately, some of the stress your dog or cat experiences is perfectly natural, like when they play, since it can keep your pet engaged and stimulated, allowing him or her to feel new sensations and learn new things. But chronic stress can lead to health issues. If you see any of the symptoms above, check with your veterinarian right away to eliminate any medical problems. How to de-stress your pet? Much of the stress pet's experience can be reduced or avoided with a little TLC, Dr. Becker notes. The key is to reduce anxiety triggers. If you have a vet visit, for example, don't get the carrier out the night before. Give your pet a few days to get prepared. If they're nervous alone or traveling, play soothing music or draw the shades. The less stimulus pets receive from the outside world, the less anxiety they'll have about events outside their control. Here are some common causes of chronic stress, along with some ways to help manage your pet's anxiety. Changes at home. Dogs and cats are sensitive to their environments, and constant changes in the home can make your pet feel like he or she is out of control. If you move, make repairs, or remodel, try to keep as many things as possible tidy and consistent. If you have a cat, make sure she has unobstructed access to food, water, and the litter box, as cats like to have convenient escape routes handy at all times. 
changes to social circle. Have you adopted a new pet or had a new baby, guest, or significant other join your household? The loss of family member or even a child heading off to college can also stress out your pet. You can help by adding more play and exercise to your pet's day. When introducing pets and or people, meet on neutral territory where nobody feels territorial. With humans like mail carriers, give them a treat to feed your pet. With other animals, time and patience are key. Seasonal and temperature changes. Although your pet lives inside, he or she is still very in tune with the weather. Changes in the seasons and temperature differences can greatly affect your pet's overall stress levels. If you have a cat and live in a northern climate, for instance, increase the frequency of playtime during the winter. Since birds have migrated south, there are fewer things for your cat to watch out the window. Also, make sure your cat has blankets to snuggle in for warmth. On hot days, make sure she has plenty of fresh water and cool hideouts where she can relax. Boredom and overstimulation. Energy varies between breeds, says Dr. Becker. Greyhounds, labs, golden retrievers, Jack Russell Terriers, border collies, and other active breeds have unfathomable energy. He continues, wolves spend 80% of their time awake, moving. With cats, there's not such an exercise requirement, but providing outlets for play at home is still crucial. For both cats and dogs, he recommends food dispensing that recreates the hunt and puzzle feeders that engage your pet's body and mind. Boredom can be a big problem for cats too, but so can overstimulation. Because cats have such sensitive hearing and skin, excessive noise and touching can cause a great deal of stress. If there are any signs of discomfort, give the touching a rest. Communicate with any children or other people in your home so they keep this in mind too. Try to keep your TV and music at a volume that's comfortable for your cat. Senior Pets Everyone loves a new puppy or kitten, but like people, a pet's needs change with age. They may be less active, preferring a leisurely stroll to a rollicking tug of war, so adapt to the changing needs of older pets as best you can. Keep up with their veterinary care and ensure that your old friend remains a healthy and happy member of your family. When looking for ways to de-stress your pet, always try to view things from his or her point of view. With a little work on your part, your pet is sure to reward you with a happy wagging tail or contented purr. Next, thinking about updating your house cleaning routine? You might be interested in the tips in this article written by Gemma Johnstone and posted September 2019 on the sprucepets.com. How to keep your house clean with indoor pets. While your pets may be fantastic company, they can also be smelly and dirty and carry parasites such as fleas and germs. Balls of pet hair, urine stains on the carpet, dropping shavings or feathers getting into the most unusual places are all problems that many pet owners struggle with regularly. Don't let this put you off owning a pet though. There are lots of easy ways to ensure that your pet and your home stay fresh and clean. Keeping pet hair at bay if you have a dog, cat, bunny, or another small furry that sheds their hair, this is likely to be your biggest and most frustrating task. The power 
of a good vacuum cleaner. Your vacuum cleaner needs to be capable of picking up pet hair effectively. It should have powerful suction, work well on all surfaces, and not get clogged easily by excess hair. You want one with a good filter that is easy to empty. Regular grooming is important. While it is true that no amount of grooming will completely prevent shedding, it can make a huge difference and it also helps maintain a healthy coat and skin. There are many grooming tools designed specifically for shedding and one of the most popular of these is the Furminator. Other pet hair removal products. There are a number of other products including lint rollers and rubber brushes that can be useful for removing hair from upholstery, clothes and other soft furnishings. Removing urine stains. While we all appreciate the perils of toilet training a new puppy, accidents can happen with cats, bunnies, and other small animals too. Making sure that you clean up any urine or vomit stains quickly and thoroughly is essential from a hygiene perspective to eliminate any odors and to minimize the risk of the pet going back again to the same spot. Pet urine is strong and you may think you have managed to clean it all away, but often the uric acid lingers. Products that contain enzymes that neutralize the uric acid are often most effective. Always blot up as much excess urine as possible before applying the solution. Here's a tip. If you do not have a pre-made solution or you want something as natural as possible, a home remedy can work well. Mix one cup of white vinegar, one cup of water, and two teaspoons of baking soda and pop it into a clean spray bottle. If you're worried about accidents you may not have noticed, you can invest in an ultraviolet light that will highlight any offending areas. Of course, making sure that you work hard on toilet training your dog, cat, rabbit, even bird if they have a lot of cage-free time should be a priority when they are first brought home to help minimize the number of accidents. If your dog, cat, or rabbit is prone to spraying or scent marking, it may be worth speaking with your vet about spaying or neutering. Regularly cleaning, bedding, and housing. Whether it is washing your dog's or cat's bedding or cleaning out a bird, small animal, or reptile enclosure, it is crucial that you keep up a regular cleaning schedule. Dirty cages can lead to a smelly home, discomfort for your pet, and a buildup of germs and bacteria that can even result in disease or infection. If your cat uses a litter box, it should also be cleaned out regularly, and the quality of the litter you use can make a big difference. A hooded litter box will also help to contain stray litter and odors, as well as offering your pet more privacy. Vinegar can be great for dissolving any hard-to-remove urine buildup. High quality absorbent bedding material can help to minimize offensive odors and may mean that cleaning does not have to be done quite as regularly. And hey, don't forget that it is possible to litter train a rabbit too. Any cage or enclosure must be safe and the right size for your pet. Some designs will contain stray bedding or droppings more effectively than others. While reptiles and fish are probably some of the cleanest pets to keep, their tanks or vivariums can still become smelly, and if they get too dirty, it can be unsightly and even a health hazard for your pet. The bedding you use in a vivarium will depend on the type of reptile. Coconut fiber is a popular 
environmentally friendly option for minimizing any odors. Birds have incredibly sensitive immune systems and can develop illnesses easily without the right care. Good cage hygiene is vitally important in helping to ensure your bird stays healthy, as well as helping to minimize smells and excess feathers gathering in the home. Don't forget about the bowls and toys, too. These can harbor germs if they are not regularly cleaned. Picking the right cleaning and air freshening products. Make sure your chosen cleaning products are safe to use around your pet. Always read the labels and do your research. Avoid strong, caustic products like bleach. Some people choose to make their cleaning products. This can be more economical, more environmentally friendly, and allows you to avoid the use of harsh or problematic ingredients. Just be sure to get approval from your vet before using any DIY natural solutions. Essential oil diffusers are popular for using to freshen up the home, but certain essential oils can be hazardous to use around any animals. Cats and birds are just a few animals that are particularly sensitive to them, and it will likely be better to find an alternative solution altogether. If you do suspect that your pet has been poisoned by a toxic substance, you should contact your vet immediately or call the Pet Poison Hotline. From the archives, Alicia Ehler ponders the way we think about our interaction with different types of pets. In this article from March of 2012 on ReadWrite.com, it's titled, The Truth About Horses on the Internet. How do you feel? Tweeted at horse underscore ebooks yesterday, quietly. Punctuation, capitalization, and context were not necessary. At horse underscore ebooks, I refuse to identify it by the man behind the screen, knows how to ask this type of sensitive, potentially loaded question to a list of 52,770 Twitter followers and 4,333 Facebook fans. Despite the internet popularity of cats and dogs, there is no way a self-absorbed furry meowser or a loving pooch could ask a user or the entire internet the same question. The emotional connection between humans and horses is more calm, quiet, and nonverbal, ideally, says Sujatha Ramakrishna, MD, a Chicago-based child and adolescent psychiatrist. She runs the website teachingkidsempathy.com, which is devoted to promoting the development of compassion in young people. And as a child growing up outside of Fort Worth, Texas, she rode horses. Horses will know if you're afraid or confident better than you. You really can't lie to a horse. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Horses are one of those hidden secrets, it seems. The connection between horse and human is far different from cat and human or dog and human. With horses, it's all about balance and coordination, explains Ramakrishna. You have to watch their ears. What are they listening to? Are they tense, relaxed, or loose? It's something else. It's really hard to explain unless you've ridden. You have to feel the horse's interaction and react. It's like a dance partner, more or less. Then, an idea came to me. What if horse stories on the internet outnumbered cat and dog stories? I didn't want to make a horse's ass of myself. However, I decided to take a look at some actual data on the number of horse stories read on Facebook. 
I reached out to the folks at DIG to see if they might have some answers about the differences between cat, dog, and horse stories. DIG dug into data from its social reader, which it launched at the end of December. They provided ReadWriteWeb with stats from February of 2012. The cat-human relationship, like two humans. Last month, Dig discovered that far more people read stories about dogs than cats or horses combined. It didn't come as a surprise. I wasn't crushed. Cat story reads number 29,339 versus dogs, which gained a whopping 72,586 reads. As for horses, only a mere 9,739 reads for the month of February. But the truth serum is in the details not the big numbers. The top cat story felt tragic, maliciously targeted at the benign, sensitive cat lover. What if all the cats in the world suddenly died? I do not need to interpret this headline for you. The internet has an evil sense of humor. Smithsonian Magazine reported on a study about cat-human relationships done by scientists in Vienna, Austria. It took 120 hours of observing 40 cat-human pairs for scientists to conclude that the bond between the two can be similar to other human relationships, writes Sarah Zielinski. The study concluded that it seems that an important area of negotiation between the owner and the cat is mutual attention and friendly tactile interactions, which resemble human-to-human, long-term, complex relationships. Like most human-to-human relationships, the cat-human relationship might just drive one insane. A story in the Atlantic, which also made it to the dig top 10 cat stories, suggested that perhaps cats are actually making their owners crazy. The research and subsequent argument were not only subtly disturbing, but actually made me think twice about deciding to own a cat as an adult. Besides, I've seen the mind manipulation games that cats play with their human owners. Dig's second most read cat story implies the superhuman nature of kitties. Feline physics, why cats can survive falls from great heights. It comes complete with an amazing two-second MyBridge-esque video dated 1890 of a single white cat gracefully falling and landing. Cats rarely listen to verbal commands. They are predators, and they are loners. So, two loners living together might make for craziness indeed, not to mention a lot of fur and hair. Yet, the cat-human relationship is nothing like the horse-human connection, which appears to transcend the feline prowess. I want a puppy, but don't treat dogs like humans. Dogs, like horses, are social animals, and they live in groups. Yet, the dog is a predator. The horse is a prey animal. You can give a dog a treat to make it sit, but you can't give a horse a carrot to make it go, says Ramakrishna. It's a completely different set of skills. An article on dogbreedinfo.com delves into the dog-human relationship, which is owners should never treat their dogs like humans. When dogs live with humans, the humans become the dog's pack. For the relationship to succeed, humans must become the dog's pack leader. The mistake is made when the humans in the pack only give the dog love, and the other factors are overlooked. To a dog, constant affection without rules and limits goes against every grain in a dog's instinct. 
There were far more dog story reads on the Dig Social Reader, 72,586 to be exact. There are more dog owners out there than horse owners, surely. Oddly, the top link revealed some truths about what dog owners secretly know about their canines. They are wild, wolf-like predators. The top most read story is called My Friend's Dog Who Has the Creepiest Shadow Ever. The second most read story is an infographic comparing the costs of dogs versus cats, small mammals, small birds, and fish, which is naturally the least expensive type of pet, if you can even call it that. The third sensationalistic tabloid-esque dog story makes the mistake of considering dogs as humans. A Twitter user captures an attempted dog suicide in West Hollywood. It's unclear whether or not the dog decided to jump to its death, or if this is just another wrongful personification of an animal. At Potasnik live-tweeted the entire event. Someone called the police. The so-called suicidal dog survived. A dog is an animal, and it does not possess the same reasoning skills as humans, writes DogBreedInfo.com. They do have emotions, but their emotions are different than those of humans. They are simple creatures with instincts, and their emotions lack the complex thought process. They feel joy when they know you're pleased. They feel sad when someone dies. However, they do not premeditate, do not plan ahead, and do not dwell in the past or future. They live for whatever is happening at the moment. A dog is nothing like a horse. Why every little girl wants a pony? In her work, Rama Krishna studies the relationship between children and animals. Her Why Children Need Animals, forthcoming in 2013, looks at the role animals play in the lives of human families and the physical and cognitive development of children. Indeed, we can understand a lot by watching how children and people in general interact with their four-legged companions. But the human-horse relationship is unique. It encourages empathic understanding in a way that relationships with dogs and cats do not. You have to understand what type of mood the horse is in and learn to understand the horse's emotions, she says. It really does help kids think about the other person's perspective, the other person being the horse. There are only 9,739 horse story reads on DIG from a total of 7,500 news stories. Yet each is more fascinating than the next one, and none of them prey on basic emotions, on the personification of one's pet. The top horse stories are about wonderment, the bigger picture. This is evidenced by the top most read horse story, entitled Ancient Warming Shrunk Horses to House Cat Size, followed by 25 goats riding on horses, and a Scientific American slideshow, a visual history of ancient miniature horses, which gives a fascinating overview of this beautiful creature. You really can't say the same of the cat and dog stories. Little girls are fascinated with horses, says Rama Krishna. Every little girl wants a pony, and I think a lot of it is the fact that you're independent. If you're on a horse riding, you can get around pretty well. It's a little bit of freedom that you wouldn't have otherwise, similar to riding a bike or skateboarding. But it's a horse, a living, breathing horse that one must not only ride, but feel. So, at horse underscore ebooks question from yesterday makes sense. 
How do you feel? It asks. Because only a horse knows the answer to that. And finally, from our Why Does My Pet Do That department, this posted on GoPetPlan.com for Pet Plan Pet Insurance, Nicole Larocco Skian explains the reason why dogs bark at the mailman. Every dog wants to be the master of his domain, and every single day except for Sunday, in your dog's eyes, an intruder comes to your house and tries to break in. Thankfully for you and your belongings, your brave and valiant dog chases away that intruder every day. Who is this mysterious intruder? The mailman, of course. But have you ever wondered exactly why dogs bark at the mailman every time? It goes beyond just stranger danger. Reinforcement. You see, things that make your dog feel good, reinforcers, make behavior stronger. For example, your dog sits at your feet while you eat because that one time you let a tasty morsel fall to the floor. So he learned to wait there in case it happens again. And while we tend to think of reinforcers as treats, toys, or affection, one reinforcer we don't often think of is when something threatening is removed from a situation. Such is the case with the mailman. Every day your dog's space is threatened by the mailman, leading Fido to bark and go crazy at the door in an attempt to shoo away the threat. The mailman leaves because he or she has finished delivering the mail, but your dog thinks that he made the mailman go away, and that's a great feeling. The barking behavior is strengthened or reinforced every time the threat leaves, so Fido continues to save your family every day at mail time. While this behavior is generally harmless and kind of adorable, some dogs can be very sensitive to it, to the point of having behavioral problems or aggressive outbursts when anyone knocks at the door, not just the mailman. How can you stop this behavior? What can you do to stop it? A little basic training goes a long way. Be proactive. If you know what time your mailman generally comes, plan training sessions around that time. Have your dog on a leash, and practice your sits, stays, and quiets when the mailman is around. If you set up a controlled situation and work through it, you have a better shot at your dog following your direction the next time a surprise intruder shows up. Teach your dog how to go to place or find a bed, crate, or mat on command and stay there until released. This way, if your dog is charging the door when you go to get a package, you can cue him to go to place until you bring it in. Again, Remember to practice in non-distracting situations first. If your dog is too excited to work through the distraction, you are no better off. Back down the distraction level and work your way up until your dog can handle it. And that will do it for this week. I'm your host, Mary DeFranco. I hope you enjoyed the program. Thank you for listening. Please join me next time. And don't forget, please spay and neuter your pets. It's healthy for them and the environment.